Sales Magic is the podcast hosted by Jackie Lyles, a champion connector, elite corporate trainer, and best-selling author. Using her proprietary approach, Jackie shares proven techniques to help you navigate deep change, increase your sales, and transform your sales results. Jackie learned how to keep recreating herself and will show you how to tap into your own magic, your own unique power to innovate. Enjoy this episode. Hi, it's Jackie Lyles. Welcome to Sales Magic. And today we have David Jacobs with us, and I love to call him Dave. He's super Dave to me. So Dave, welcome. Thank you. You're very kind. For our audience to get to know you, I'm going to tell them a little bit about you, but this is the published stuff, Dave. So if you got some behind the scenes secrets you want to share, I'm going to let you do that right when I finish. Okay. Oh, sure. Dave Jacobs, principal of technology consulting in Houston is a career IT and sales professional. His experience includes sales and management assignments with AT&T, IBM, and technology for the last 27 years. He was a manager of sales training for his division at IBM and was involved in training of over 1,000 new hires and college graduates. So who is Dave Jacobs? What have I left out, Dave? Oh, how much time do you have? <laughs> just not that long. So we no, only the, have the, about 15 the, minutes. <laughs> the key point is I'm a career uh, technology sales guy. That is all I ever done, have ever done. And I really enjoy it. Oh, that's, and you're also a fun guy. You know a little bit about a lot of things, Dave. So well, I love you. that. <laughs> well, and, and fun fact to know and tell my original undergrad was performing arts. And I realized fairly quickly that I had a habit to support. I really liked three meals a day. And it was real clear I wasn't skilled enough to make it in that business. So I, I pivoted to IT. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, so we have some rapid fire questions to get started in sales magic. Okay. And I'll say two words. And then you pick the word that best describes you. Okay. Morning or evening? Oh, evening. Outdoors or indoors? Outdoors. Adventure or chill? Adventure. Truck or car? I've got both. As long as it's fast, I'm happy. <laughs> talk or listen? Probably talk. Falling in love with your customers can sound like a foreign concept to many sales professionals. But the reality is that developing such a relationship makes a massive impact on your sales. The Business Champion Sales Method will help your business fall in love with your customers and in turn, help them fall in love with you to reach better business outcomes. Get curious and get connected to this proven method that has generated billions of dollars in revenue and hundreds of thousands of sales for companies like GE and Cisco. Sign up today. So what's the biggest challenge that you're facing right now, Dave? Uh, over the last 27 years, Jackie, Challenge A number one, and it's been a continuous challenge, is recruiting. And we look for uh, really a unicorn skill set. We're looking for people who are highly technical, yet can speak in the King's English while wearing both a sport coat and socks with no apparent discomfort. And those skills are very difficult to find in one person. But the good news is I'm blessed with a, an incredible team. So the, the recruiting is very time-consuming, and we've learned that... Uh, 
we have such a unique offering and we're looking for such a unique candidate. We really have to do that ourselves. I agree. I, I mean, it is time consuming, but when you get that right person, it's incredible. I mean, well, I'm again, I'm, I'm blessed with a rock star team. Yeah, me too. So what is your most urgent issue that you have in front of you? Um, I would say that, um, again, our biggest challenge is recruiting. Um, the other uh, thing that is challenging is growing the business in what most perceive to be a down economy. That's not been our experience. Uh, we're up 27% on first quarter to first quarter revenues and on track to do more. So, you know, this appears to be shaping up to be a really good year for us. So that, that also amplifies the need for, for good recruiting. You know, Dave, that's something that I teach in my work in our um, Real Sales Magic, that you're not dependent upon the economy. Well, we are, you know, for your listeners, uh, like it or not, Houston, Texas is driven by the oil industry. And when oil is booming, everybody's booming, including the other people we serve, like uh, big banks, uh, law firms, et cetera. When oil is down, it takes about 18 months to drag everybody else down. So there is some uh, cyclical nature to it, but we have a very diverse practice. We serve corporate clients, law firms, banks, healthcare, higher education. So at any given day, one of those segments might be struggling, but we have plenty of other opportunities out there. And the the healthcare tends to be recession-proof. They're going to do what they do when they need it. This is so true. And we're all going to need it. You know, we're all going to need health care. Sooner or later. Yeah, I mean, as a preventative uh, situation or then we need it. We really, really need it, you know, and we want the tech to work. That's for sure. Yeah. So what's the secret to your sales magic? Well, for for technology, there are multiple elements that come together to create the magic. Uh, As I mentioned, I have an incredible team. They are all masters of their craft. It makes it so much easier on the business development effort. Um, Secondly, we have a philosophy that our job is to serve everyone, not just the client, but all the people that we frequently work with, technology professionals, construction professionals, uh, everybody who's involved in a big project. And our job is to make friends with all of them. And uh, the reason for that is professional relationships uh, tend to drive an awful lot of our sales. A huge percentage of our sales are by referral. Um, the other thing I think we do somewhat differently, uh, is that we recognize that selling is not telling and particularly in the tech sector. Uh, all of us are very proud of our companies. We're very proud of our offerings and we tend to blither details all over people before we've asked good questions. So when we're meeting with a prospective client, we ask good questions about what's the nature of their business. Where are they now? Where do they want to be? What have they tried to get to where they want to be? Um, what, uh, what are the consequences of not achieving the desired state? And you have that entire conversation and, and a very high percentage of the, the conversations, the client will tell you exactly what it is they need. Now, if I go in and say, Jackie, what are your needs? You're either not going to be able to articulate that or you're probably not going to tell me because you're afraid I'll go into sales mode. So what we try to do is hold back on the sales pitch until we really understand what the client's requirements are, uh, are we a good fit or are we not? And if we're not, chances are we know who is. That's a gift. That is a real gift. Asking questions is, I mean, that is the secret 
to sales working. It, it really is. And again, most particularly new salespeople, particularly in the tech sector, uh, you know, want to talk about WVYP in an 802AC environment. And that's fun to talk about. <laughs> and, and the time will come when we need to have that technical conversation. But that's not where you start. Yeah. So how do you get your team to realize that? Do you just, you recruit people that know that already or how oh, no. do you get the new folks to, to uh, think your way? Cause this is, this is original thought, Dave, what you're talking uh, well, about. Well, thank you. We, we, to some degree provide the same communication skills training to our consultants that we do to our salespeople. Um, mm -hmm. Because again, they have to be able to communicate extremely technical matters to a business person who's very probably not an IT professional. So for example, if we're talking to the CFO as to why it makes sense to invest in a certain technology, we better have some real good answers to why we should be spending $6 million on something. And it can't be because it's cool. Um, so we give our staff similar communication skills. Um, and again, part of our requirement is to do a deep dive on what the client wants. And it's the similar question you set. I love it. I love it. That is a real secret. And uh, that served you well. So far. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the one sales experience that you had that you can say, boy, that was magic? Oh, Jackie. Um, well, there's a certain degree of magic getting to yes. When the client says, yes, we want to do business, that's a magical feeling. But uh, one experience in particular comes to mind um, when we're pursuing a project and 80% of my work is related to construction. So we have a good network of folks who can give us early warning that there may be an opportunity for us. And the first thing I attempt to do is identify, do I already have a friend who's working on the project? And most of the time I can find out uh, if I have a friend and that friend will usually be helpful. So we were chasing at the time, the largest project we have ever pursued. And we knew the name of the decision maker and my business partner and I were literally sitting at my table talking about, okay, what's the best approach here? Who's going to call him? How do we go about doing this? And the receptionist chimed in and she had the prospective client on the phone. I thought, huh. And I looked at Richard and said, did you call him? He said, no, I didn't call him. I hadn't called him. And so I answered the phone and he explained to me that every single professional that was working on his project had recommended us. And he thought, you know, that just smells. So he picked up the phone and called his counterpart at another company who had just finished building a 30-story building and asked if he used an outside resource. And he said, I'm pretty confident that guy was standing in his chair screaming about how great you are. And so I need you to come see me. And so, you know, that's, that's a once in a career situation, uh, but it sure is magic when it happens. Oh, but isn't it such a good feeling? when they want to see you and spend time with you. It is, but that also demonstrates the power of our professional network. Um, you know, we've been at this 27 years. Uh, we work with substantially the same people on every project every year. Um, and so we all uh, try to refer business to each other. And so that makes the, the business development a whole lot easier in a huge market where we have limited staff. So how do you, build those relationships, Dave. I mean, I know you do great work and I know you probably tell people thank you, but what's your, what's been the thing that you think has made a difference for you in building uh, I that think loyalty? It's twofold. I think it's twofold. Okay. One is, as I mentioned earlier, our philosophy is that we need to serve everybody, not just the client, everybody else that's working on a project with us. 
and we try very hard not to engage in any adversarial relationships. Um, and yes, are there people that are going off down the wrong road and stepping on our toes? Sure, that happens every day. And as satisfying as it would be to bark at those folks, in the long run, that's not the right thing to do. Uh, so we also have a very overt uh, indirect sales effort to provide free services for those folks. So for example, a construction project manager at some point has to come up with a project budget. And most clients can't articulate what they need. They can't articulate the costs. And so one of the things we do at no cost for other construction professionals is, you know, even if there's not an opportunity for us, we can prepare with very limited information. Don't care who it is. Just tell me headcount, number of floors, intended use of the space. And if I know that much, I can get you a budget that's going to be about 75% correct. So uh, for architects, we'll do test fits on things like server rooms and data, data centers for no, no charge. And a very high percentage of those uh, come back to us as a project. Um, the other thing we do is a very over, over, uh, high contact and high education strategy. So we host lunch and learns for some professional entity every week, architects, construction managers, engineers. You know, here's, here's how you properly design a technology-friendly building. Here are the key functionalities that are present in a call center. Uh, and what does that stuff cost? And how do you design your space so that you make it a technology-friendly space? And again, it's just very high visibility uh, activities for the company. We also do a fair amount of public speaking. And in my profession, there is value in being on the podium and being ex introduced as an expert soothsayer. Um, so I think all of those things combine to really build our professional network. That's really brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. We do monthly uh, webinars that are free and, and no charge. I do them at no charge. And they're meant to really help people that maybe, you know, it's new. They're new to they're new to the business. They want to understand more about it. They want to go deeper. And it's new to them to think about asking questions and to think about their clients as business champions. Mm -hmm. And so that's a new thing. And that has made a big difference for us. It opens up some new doors that I hadn't, I, ne I never imagined it would, but you're exactly right. Well, I'll give you an example. Uh, I was speaking at an industry event and, you know, after it was over, I happened to sit next to a gentleman um, who was a very senior uh, real estate executive at an energy company. We had a nice conversation. And uh, as he was leaving, he said, you need to call me and come have a cup of coffee with me. I need to talk to you about something that I can't talk about here. So I went to see him and he had a little old 47 story project for us. So, you know, that, <laughs> that, kind, of, that kind of public visibility does pay off. Not every time, uh, but if you make the investment in it, it absolutely does pay off. Oh, that's cool. So this is just, I'm just curious, Dave, but what is your growing edge? What's the thing that you're working on right now for you? Um, the, the challenge for us is staying abreast of technology and having the right people at the right time. And uh, the recruiting and the, the uh, resource management is our challenge. Now that's made so much easier because I've got a rock star team. And so uh, at this point, uh, we're really in good shape with our team. One of the strongest teams I've had in years. Well, what about you personally? What's that thing that you're working on personally to grow? I can tell you about mine, but I like to hear yours. Um, well, I'm uh, very involved in a uh, nonprofit uh, that is very satisfying. It's called the Prison Entrepreneurship Program. 
And it basically provides life skills for guys that are in a pre-release facility. And our success rate is incredible. And it's very, very rewarding. Uh, kind of like sales training. You know, you take someone who doesn't know up from down at the beginning of the program, and then they do an MBA quality presentation at the end. That's extremely satisfying. I also travel a lot and uh, go see my daughter in New York from time to time. Uh, so th those are my big passions right now. Oh, and there's so much great theater in New York. So I know that oh, there you is. love that. So there is. So if I can't be, I can't be best actor in New York. I can be best customer. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That is a great tagline. <laughs> well, fortunately, I have an older brother, and we have a mutual friend who's older than both of us. And he went to Juilliard. And three years out of Juilliard, he was still waiting tables and he's far more talented than I was. And I thought, you know what, that does not bode well for me. Uh, but my daughter was uh, in acting in, in uh, high school and I was heavily involved in those productions as well. So I, I still keep a toe in the water where I can. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, I wrote, well, my scholarship to college was in theater and dance. No and kidding. So that's how I got to go to college. Yeah. And so, but I... My parents said, any place you want to go in the world, and it needs to just include Texas A&M. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, so, like Henry Ford, you can have any color you want as long as it's A&M? That's right. That's right. So um, I said, okay. They said, we'll help you if you go there. And I said, okay. And well, having sent really my daughter to Columbia and my son to Northwestern, A&M is the bargain of the century. It's been for me, Dave. It's been a good experience. And, you know, uh, theater, I mean, I, I write musicals. I love, that's something I love to do. And um, so I had a production company and we, I mean, we worked on some of those things. So it's a lot of fun to see how all that comes together. It's it very, really is. And it was my idea of heaven. I got to go to New York. I got to go to... Um, a place that they were, you know, doing a, a new revival of Singing on the Rain, Elvis, the Tina Turner Show, and all these actors and dancers were there. And we were doing, um, we were going to do a workshop. We did a complete workshop on a musical. And I got to What a wonderful part of experience. It. it was like, thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad I have this business and I can go to New York and I can do those cool things, you know? Well, New York is tons of fun, but they do a very nice job of separating you from your money. Yes, they do. <laughs> so thank you for today, Dave. This has been incredible. You have uh, just brought a profound wisdom to our podcast today. So thank you for the good concepts, ideas, and just taking it very seriously. I appreciate you. Oh, well, thank you for inviting me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sales Magic. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. Learn more about the Business Champion Program at JackieLiles.com and across social media platforms.